Welcome to the San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. The Afghan Student Association at UC San Diego is raising money to help refugees and scholars from Afghanistan relocate to the United States. The Union Tribune's community opinion editor, Laura Castaneda, spoke to a student who's working on the effort. Here's her interview. Welcome to News Fix, and I'm joined today by Fazal Moja Didi, who is the president of the Afghan Student Association at UCSD. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, Fazal, I want, I want to start by asking you if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and why you decided to get involved in this effort. Sure, of course. So uh, I guess a little background. I am a transfer student who is currently in his senior year at UCSD. I'm a, I, both my parents are born and raised in Afghanistan, so I am the first generation to be born here in America, along with my siblings. Um, and as to why I personally felt to the inclination to get involved in this project is just because there's a lot of craziness going on in Afghanistan. There's a lot of news going around, and it's nonstop on my feet specifically. And, and and I know, for example, any other Afghan is probably seeing the same amount of information on their feet. And it can be a little overwhelming and kind of discouraging at times. And so this, when I was approached by Nancy Postero about this opportunity and about this committee, if I wanted to join, I kind of hopped on it just because it seemed like a way that I could actually do some good with my own hands. And just to underscore, Nancy is a professor of anthropology and also the co-director of the Human Rights and Migration Program at UCSD. So it sounds like you have a lot of support. And I am certain that you saw the withdrawal, the way everything happened with U.S. forces pulling out of Afghanistan. You saw the images, the desperation that we saw on television news screens here. Um, how did that affect you? It, it felt really overwhelming. I'm not going to lie to you to see that and to see the kind of terror in these people's eyes to get out. And, you know, these people just waiting outside with no bags, no resources, just wanting a way out. And then you see the explosion where like these poor people are hit by. And then you see the faulty drone strike by America, which killed a bunch of innocent children and an aid worker. And then like I'm getting calls from my uncle who's telling me him and his entire family have been at Kabul airport for four days because they told them, hey, because you have an American passport, you can get out of Afghanistan. But instead, he'd been waiting there for three, four days before he finally got on a, on a plane to Qatar on one of those. I'm sure you've seen the pictures where it's Afghans littered on a cargo ship, just sitting down, hunkered up in tight, tight conditions. So, and so it's been it's been very surreal to see this happen in my life, in my life's uh because this is something my parents talked about them leaving the country for. And so to see it happen once in my life is crazy, but to see it happen twice in my parents' life is even worse, honestly. So you decided to do something about it. You get together with a couple other organizations. And what are you trying to accomplish at UCSD? So the organization that's uh, pushing this is the International Institute, which is a faculty-led organization on campus, and they actually con- they're the ones that contacted us with the ASA, which I really want to give a shout out to them for, because that inclusivity is kind of the things that we need from 
uh, positions of of entity entities that are in positions of power and people that are in positions of power to look at these minority groups and be a little more inclusive and give them a voice in matters that directly affect them. And so I want to give a shout out to them, the International Institute at UC San Diego, for doing such a thing and working in hand in hand with them. We're just hoping to basically get the get the word out about this program, the scholar uh, scholars at risk. And see what we can do. See if we can do some good. See if we can bring an at-risk scholar in Afghanistan over to San Diego, get them settled, get them in a situation to where they can be comfortable and work on the same things they're working on and spread a little bit of the knowledge they learned there onto the people here. I don't know offhand the the real uh, numbers of Afghan Americans here in San Diego, but through some of my colleagues reporting, Kate Morrissey at the Union Tribune, I did see that she has been covering the story because she covers a lot of uh, refugees and a lot of stuff on the border. And since 2016, um, Kate reported that there have been 2,400 Afghans um, resettling here in San Diego County. And I know they're not all situated. The community is not all situated in the East County, as is sometimes, um, you know, people might think that. I know there's a, a large number in El Cajon, but that's certainly not the only community in San Diego. So um, how are you, like, What what is the plan? Like, are you thinking you need money? Are you needing supplies? Do you have a place to keep supplies? Are you trying to get you know, food, clothing, diapers? I mean, what is it that you're trying to collect? So us personally, on behalf of the crowdsource that I'm advocating on, the biggest things we can ask for is A, donations of any amount would help. And B, if you can't donate, just share the link. Post it on your Facebook, post it on your Instagram. Tell your friends, tell your family. You got a rich uncle? Hey, ask him to donate. Little things like that are what would go far beyond normal help for us and so that's in regards to the afghanistan scholars at risk uh crowdsource that we are doing but there are plenty of other places that are going to require basic resources like you're saying like water food clothing Uh, these afghan refugees if you looked at them on the plains they're coming in with nothing just whatever's in their pockets and their families and so they're coming in with bare bare essentials and we can provide a little bit more for them. And I do know, for example, that there are some churches in San Diego that are actually going to be retrofitting and preparing to house some refugees for the long term. But there are other sources that we can find out about as, you know, we progress a little bit, as we find out more and more about any type of facilities that are going to be housing them. It'll be a little more obvious of where people can donate. But that's what I recommend to people. If they have those resources and they see that there's faculties facilities that are going to be housing refugees to just hit those uh, facilities and see what they can do. And you mentioned earlier that this was, um, you were going to be following the same kind of blueprint as another resettlement effort. Can you talk about that? Yeah, so Nancy Pastero, the uh, a woman I mentioned earlier, she's amazing. She is the one who started the Scars at Risk program at UC San Diego in 2018, I believe, with the relocation of a Kurdish woman. And so she was able to bring the, uh, the woman across from for 2018 all the way into 2019, had her living here, was feeding her, was sheltering her, having her partake in postdoctoral academic related studies and activities. And that kind of set the blueprint for what we're trying to follow. And that kind of also goes into line with 
this money that we're talking about. This isn't, for example, Berkeley actually did a scholars at risk uh, fundraiser a couple weeks ago, and they raised two hundred thousand dollars because they got about a hundred, a little over a hundred thousand dollars from the general public. But then Berkeley went and matched a hundred thousand dollars of those funds themselves and donated to that fund, and. That may seem like a lot. Why do these refugees need $200,000? But we aren't just moving them here and feeding them. We are sheltering them. We are making sure that for the next two years, them and their families have places to stay. They have a roof over their heads. They have warmth. They have AC. They have water. All the basic utilities to make sure that they aren't living here in a situation of squalor that resembles squalor. And... It's a big effort, but, you you know, the community, San Diego, has always been very giving. And right now there have been a number of uh, fraudulent collections, so to speak, where people are not sure they're donating their money to the right place. Or um, how can the community help and how can they be certain that the effort they're donating to is legitimate? Oh, and I completely understand that because I'm the same way. I'll see good causes all the time on my on my feed on social media and wonder mm, but who's actually behind this where is this money actually going to and so i understand why people may feel that way but you have to look at the organizations that are behind this a you have the afghan student association which may not seem like much but we are the children of afghan refugees who have fled our country and so we want to do some good for our people and for our country but then on top of that you have uc san diego's international institute uc san diego was just recently ranked by Forbes as the third best public university in the country this isn't some no-name organization that has a random website with pictures of people this is something that the community knows the community is aware of uc san diego they're aware of the funds they're aware of the research they're aware of the name behind it and so i think that should give people a little more safety and the fact that they'll know and a little more i guess I don't know what the word is I'm looking for here, but they can like re- be rest assured that the funds that they're going to be giving for this cause are going to be allocated the proper way. And where can people call for more information or what, where can they search out more information? Of course. So if you just if you do look up uh, Afghanistan Scholars at Risk, uh, UCSD, I'm sure the link would pop up. You can also find it through the International Institute's website themselves. But also there's, if you go through the page and let's just say you didn't want to go and you had some questions or you want to find out more about the validity behind this, there's also Tom Sang, which is the Senior Executive Director of Development on International and Campus Initiatives. His information is posted directly under the donation button. So you can find his phone number, you can find his email, all located right there if you want to ask anything, any questions pertaining to this. Great. Well, thank you very much for your time, Fazel. Well, we need more student leaders like you in our community. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank, thank you, you very much, it. and good luck with the effort. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I guess just my closing word is just, if you guys can't donate, all I ask from you guys is to share. That's the bare minimum that I can ask. Great message. Thank you. Thank you. You can find more news online at sandiegouniontribune.com. Thanks for listening.